There we have it. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook. This is Tavern Talk, episode 65 of the Rogues Tavern, Tavern Talk. Surviving the New World Order. Lots of side effects here. Getting ready for the coming future is now more of a challenge than it was. Shortages, prices rising, the jabbed have side effects to, fa- to face. The world has gone sideways, cats and dogs living together. It's just chaos out there. And you only have a short time left to get your ass prepared if you're not already. If you're not already prepared, you've got a very short window. Otherwise, it's going to be damn near unaffordable to get prepared. So, I suggest that you... Come on in, out of the dark. Settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us. Absolutely. We've got lots of rabbit holes tonight and lots of prep and talk. I've pulled in some really interesting videos and other bits and pieces, but of course, we can't start this show without our weekly reading. You know, we must have our weekly reading. This time, because we're back up here at the Brewery Overlook, it is from the 1973 edition of the King James Version Bible. And tonight's reading comes from Ezekiel, chapter 38, verse 1 to 23. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the land of Magog, and chief prince of Mesha, and Tubal, and prophecy against him. And say, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Mishi, and Tubal, and I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws, and I will come thee for I will bring thee forth all thine army, horses and horsemen, and all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, Ethiopia, and Libya with them, all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer and his bands, the house of Togomah, of the north quarters, and all of his bands, and many people with thee. Be thou prepared, and prepare thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. After many days thou shalt be visited in the later years, thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword, and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel, which have been always a waste. But it is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Thou shalt ascend and come like a storm, thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land, thou and all thy bands and many people with thee. Thus saith the Lord God, it shall also come to pass, that at the same time shall things come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought. And thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, all of them, dwelling without walls, and having neither bars nor gates, to take a spoil and to take a prey, 
to turn thine hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited, and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations, which have gotten cattle and goods that dwell in the midst of the land. Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarish, with all the young lions thereof, shall say unto thee, Art thou come to take a spoil? Hast thou gathered thy company to take a prey? To carry away silver and gold, to take away cattle and goods, to take a great spoil. Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say unto Gog, Thus saith the Lord God, In that day when my people of Israel dwelleth safely, shalt thou not know it? And thou shalt come from the place out of the north parts, thou and many people with thee, all of them riding upon horses, a great company and a mighty army. And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel as a cloud to cover the land. It shall be in the later days, and I will bring thee against my land, that the heathen may know me when I shall be sanctified in thee, O Gog, before their eyes. Thus saith the Lord God. Art thou he of whom I have spoken in old time by my servants, the prophets of Israel, which prophesied in those days many years that I would bring thee against them? And it shall come to pass at the same time when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, saith the Lord God, that my fury shall come up in my face. For in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath have I spoken, Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel, so that the fishes of the sea and the fowls of the heaven and the beasts of the field and all creeping things that creep upon the earth and all the men that are upon the face of the earth shall shake at my presence and the mountains shall be thrown down and the steep places shall fall and every wall shall fall to the ground. And I will call for a sword against him throughout all my mountains, saith the Lord God. Every man's sword shall be against his brother. And I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood. And I will rain upon him and upon his bands and upon the many people that are with him. And overflowing rain and great hailstones fire and brimstone. Thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will be known in the eyes of many nations, and they shall know that I am the Lord. There you go. Here's your end of time prophecy. And yet, it seems to remind me of when I was fighting the fruit flies in my house and when I was fighting the baby spiders that hatched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose that's possible, too. <laughs> Especially just, when, you know, everything was shaking with the fear of the one coming in through the walls. Mm. But it reminds me of the spiders. Yeah, well, I guess there's that too. But it I is interesting. Spiders. It is interesting, some of the stuff in there. It is actually very interesting. And if you take those words and you translate them into current modern speech, <coughs> it really just sounds like a modern-day army coming forth and destroying your walls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, that is one thing that I have, okay, ever since I listened to Fingerprints of the Gods and all those other books by Graham Hancock, Graham yep. Hancock. Yep. So I've, I've been listening to a bunch of his books over time, and one of the things that he does is he thinks about 
what we would explain our modern day stuff. Mm-hmm. But what would we explain it like if we had been thrown back into the Stone Age and we were three generations down? Yep. Well, chances are we would explain it much the same way that we read things in things like the Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, the thing so, is, is, go ahead, mm-hmm. keep going. So one of the things I've been doing a lot lately is I've been taking the words that you read from the Bible, and I've been essentially translating them into modern speech. Mm-hmm. And what I'm seeing are, like, in my head, I'm seeing helicopters and bombs and missiles, and I'm seeing all the modern-day stuff. Mm-hmm. And while I know a lot of people out there are probably thinking, oh, they didn't have that then, well, question is, how do we know that they didn't? We know we don't know what, we don't know what the last civilization to reach our height of technological development had. You know, I don't, don't think our last civilization reached our height. I think well, they went about a thousand years further than our current height. Huh. I think our last civilization took a different path, and that path led them to go much farther down the development than where we currently are at this particular civilization. No, well, okay, our last civilization reached this height, or as you say, better, but they had more intelligent humans that didn't fall into the left-tardiness and the pettiness that our particular breed of human has fallen into. But in other words, they were led by the thinkers. They were led by thinkers, yes. Yeah. This I don't time, know what we're led by now. Oh, uh, this time la- round, we're led by greedy-ass bankers. Bankers, okay. Well, I think in our last civilization, we far surpassed whatever we have right now. And we did it in much less time because we were led by thinkers, is my opinion. Yeah, well, we were led by thinkers, and we were absolutely led by thinkers. But the pro- difference is, is you got to remember, humans have changed since the last civilization existed. Because the last civilization, oh, it goes back about mm, 13, 20,000 years, give or take. Somewhere around the end I of the I think around 25,000 years ago. No, that's, for, that's too far back. Too far back? Yeah, too far back. Okay. Um, because there is... You know, we 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 don't even know our true history because it's constantly hidden from us. No, we don't. Okay, does you know you get little snippets here and there? You can go back to the 1800s and look at all 1800 newspapers where they actually used to print truth. Mm-hmm. In the 1800 newspapers, especially of the of the West, because one, it was you know way to make money, but they printed truth because they were truth people. They were thinkers. We had thinkers. We had thinkers for a long time. Our last 150 years of our society has not been led by thinkers. And all the way up until uh, somewhere in the 1700s, we were led by the same people that are leading us now. But in the 1700s, there was a break. And the thinkers found a way to break from it. And they created a whole new country based on that. And the problem is, is the United States. Yeah. And, what, and it took the bankers almost it took them 150 years to gain control of it again and it took them the but last they didn't se- manage to keep control the bankers the bankers have got oh, the bankers sorry no. i thought you said the thinkers no the thinker the thinkers created control in se- in the 1700s they started to think in the in the late 1600s they they realized that they had an opportunity to break away from the bankers and they did that's what started the 
American Civil War. And countries like Canada followed suit because they were of the same breed of people that moved into Canada. The problem is, is Canada became pussified way faster than the United States did. And because Canada mm-hmm. still had its, its obligations to the queen and or the king at the time, whatever, you know, that's what happened. So, at any rate, that's enough of that and our good discussion on the Bible and uh, a dive down. Let's go to today's special video. I have one. I haven't really watched it, but I'm imagining that it's going to be quite funny. Just because, you know, it just seemed like it was going to be very hilarious. I mean, after all, a good Biden clip is always funny. Stage, but that's enough, too. Look at the stage. (laughs) But there's been a little change in the arrangement of who's on the stage because of the first lady's husband uh, contracting COVID. But uh, look at this room and what you see. Pardon That's right. She's fine. <laughs> so did you catch that? I didn't hear anything she said, and I barely understand what he says. He mumbles oh. a lot. He mumbles a lot. Well, what he does is, of course, there was a thing in the news yesterday or something that, um, that uh, Obama has COVID. And so he goes, okay. the, f- the first lady's husband has COVID. Oh. It's like. It's like, uh, you do know you're the president right now, right? And the person on the side actually told him that you're actually the president, sir. You're the first, your wife would be the first lady. And that's where he goes, oh, that's right. (laughs) My goodness. I don't know whether or not to feel bad for this man. I mean, (laughs) I feel I, I have I have both things because I know exactly what's wrong with him. You know, I can't prove exactly. it. Exactly. It, it's my personal opinion and my viewpoint from having watched my father go through dementia. He's got, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's, he's rapidly advancing. I saw the early stages of it when he was running for office. And this is, two, this is a year and a half later, and it's advancing fast. Yeah, it's advancing even faster than grandpa's did. I recognize all of these speech patterns, these personality mm-hmm. traits, and the mm-hmm. random outbursts. Mm-hmm. I recognize all of them. And I, I, I kind of feel bad for him, but at the same time, he's such a bloody asshole. Yeah. yeah. So I don't feel bad for him, but <laughs> I also feel bad for him. It's a weird conundrum that's going on inside mm-hmm. me right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, that's our special video for today. You think he was a sound mind when he uh, apparently decided to run for office? Or do you think they chose him to run for office specifically because he was falling apart? Oh, they chose him because he's falling apart. Um, they needed okay, someone. They, they needed. They needed someone they could absolutely control, and who didn't have the wherewithal to actually fight back if he wanted to. Not to here's him. an interesting thought. What? Look at the people around him who are younger, mm-hmm. and see if any of them look similar to people who he very much trusted when he was younger. Mm. That would be interesting because I know that with Grandpa. He trusted me because I am basically a younger version of grandma, right? I was able to help him do a lot of things, and he trusted me. So I'm wondering if a lot of the people who are around him right now, I wonder if they look like people from his younger life. That would be interesting. It would be. All right, we're we're not going to watch this whole eight-minute video here. This is something here. This is on a rant that I've got for this evening. This video Uh is well done. 
okay? But it misses the mark massively. The left can actually meme a lot. A lot, of, a mm-hmm. lot of, more often than they say they can. Because you hear the, the old thing, the left can't meme. No, sometimes they can do a pretty <laughs> damn good job of it. And the irony in this. So we're going to watch a couple of minutes of this. And then you can follow the link in the show notes, those that want to see the rest. But see if you can notice the irony on this. And hopefully you'll hear it. Oh, well, let me sec here. Let me turn the volume back up. There you go. Volume. All right. Let's go. Not so long time ago, I can still remember how that convoy used to make me sigh. And I knew that if they had the chance, they would cause a disturbance, maybe disrupt our nation for a while. But the leader of the opposition Despite the flags of Nazism Supported their foolish mission She even broke bread with them They tried to block our chains of supply People of Ottawa were forced inside Finally we saw a turn in the tide The day the freedom died So bye-bye those who occupied You brought your Chevys and your semis But the diesel <laughs> ran dry You were used like pawns in a great big lie Saying if we don't get our way we'll just cry If we don't get our way we'll just cry Did you read the Charter of Rights and do you even understand the laws that you cite? It's pretty obvious the answer's no. Ah, you say it was all for the collective good as you took over someone else's neighborhood. Held them hostage for your own damn selfish good. Well, you think you speak for the majority, but the truth is you're a fringe minority. <laughs> you think you're being oppressed. Well, you should read a history book instead. Indoctrinated by the extreme right. Dismissing facts and truths with all your might. We, we all saw a glimmer of light the day the freedom died. We'll leave it, we'll leave it at that right there. Did you catch all the irony in that? Oh yeah, and it was actually this is really well done. I really, I really oh. am impressed with this. Oh, it's... my goodness! <laughs> they they have no idea. Okay, well, read a history book. Um, did you realize in history books that every time a totalitarian government started, they started in this exact way? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I love the part freedom died. It's like you're right. It did. The, the freedom <laughs> did die. Yep. You know, they should separate it into two words. The free, dumb people who believe all this shit died. And it's like, uh, it's, it's so well done. And it's, <laughs> he picked, they picked all the right pictures. Uh, it's like, and, uh-huh. then, and then they threw in those, those Nazi flags. It's like, okay, that was one fucking flag out of the whole goddamn yeah. thing. 
What's really entertaining is it is the same picture yeah. every freaking time. It's the exact same picture because <laughs> there is no other picture. There is no other flag. Exactly. If there were if they were all over the place, you guaranteed they would have showed dozens of them. Oh yeah. It's like uh, but, yeah. It's like I saw this and it's like at first I at first I got all turn and no, no wait a minute. I actually like the underlying music. It's one of my favorite songs ever. Me too. And and I'm like, okay, let's see what they've done with it. And I'm like, holy shit, it's actually good. Oh, this will actually get through to a lot of the free <laughs> dumb. It's it's gonna it's actually a good meme. It's well done. It's well. It's, it is. The problem is, is it's so full of the irony of, yeah, we we believe we should just you know destroy our lives and give it all over to the government and let's let the government take <laughs> care of us because the government does such a good job of that. They have proved that a hundred percent through the last two thousand years of our written history. The government is always you taking know, good care of their people. For a very specific group out there who may possibly be listening this far into the show, uh -huh. um, a wonderful example of exactly how well our government has done is the very last, um, the very last native school. I can't remember what they're called. But uh, the, um, the, the school just for Native kids, it didn't close down until 1997. Yeah. And it had all of the atrocities going on right up until then. So absolutely, our government is fantastic at dealing with everything. Oh, yeah. Our government's good. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know I, I, the First Nations schools here in, uh, here in B.C. Um, 1997 was when the last one was closed. And when they closed it down, they did a, a review. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, it's horrid. It's the horde yep. things. I mean, you can still think about what they're doing is they're still preventing the First Nations from being able to get clean water on many reserves. You know. Absolutely. Reserve uh, school, that's the word. The reserve schools, yeah. So at any rate, we Be just there's so many things that have happened, and governments have proven themselves for the last 2,000 years of our written history that we have. We have about 2,000 years of Incapable? incapable of taking care of their populations but they love to pretend they can and they give them breads and circuses which is what we have now yeah. this is thinking of breads and circuses uh, have you listened to the book ready player one and then ready player two no have you seen the movie no okay well the movie's not bad okay i watched the movie first i'd seen the movie because it was a big movie and i ended up getting it on dvd and watching it and it's actually a pretty good movie but it is so far from the books. It's not even funny. Hmm. And Ready yeah, Player... Yeah, that, that usually happens. I hate going from books to movies. Yeah, it, it's better to go from the movie to the book. Yeah. It, it's much, way better because you can go, oh, wow, this is... this is Okay, I sort of see why they did that in the movie, but, man, they just... Okay, they, they just had to... They had to do that in the movie to fit it into two and a half hours, whereas the book is like, you know, 16 hours long in audiobook. Yeah. So it's a big, thick book. But anyway, in Ready Player One, it's the dystopian of our society in 20, I think it starts in 2037. And uh, our internet, we have a full-on um, virtual reality world that virtually everyone lives in most of their time because the rest of society has collapsed. The economy's collapsed. People are living in, in what they call stacks or trailer homes stacked on top of each other. You know, hey, not, so basically apartment buildings. Not even, Well, apartment buildings would be better. These are trailer homes that they put a trailer home up, then they put some, put some um, <clears throat> metal beams, put another trailer up, and then put metal beams, and put another trailer up, and they stack them on so top. So like the movie Elysium. 
Something like that. Yeah, it is similar to Elysium. Similar to Elysium. Um, but anyway, it was. It, it, but well, what's happened is it's, it's. It's. I don't know how to describe it. It's just the the world is is where we're heading to now, with the online. So many people spending all their time online, and what what um, um, Facebook or Meta is trying to create with their uh, virtual reality uh, glasses and stuff. So they're trying to. It create. reminds me of Fahrenheit three fifty one. Yeah. So at any rate, as a nice sidetrack. All right, so we've been sidetracked now for a good half an hour of the show. We didn't even, we didn't, we haven't got into our, our good stuff yet. Well, uh, something real quick that I wanted to add is in this video, it talks about reading the Charter of Rights. Oh, yeah. What I found really ironic about that is the fact that they say, Have you even read the Charter of Rights? Mm. But I can't help but think, Well, did, did you? Did you? Because according to our Charter of Rights, we had a right to do that protest. Yeah. Oh, they're they're looking at the they're they're looking at the one line that fucks with our charter of rights, the one at the very beginning, that says the government can put uh, limitations on your rights as they deem fit within reason, and of course, what is within reason? Reason is defined by whoever's in charge. Yeah. Okay. That that I can accept, but still, it's it's really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This whole video is I found it so amusing, and I'm really glad you brought it tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I tripped across this. It was it was delivered by my leftards that uh, my leftard friends in Facebook who don't know I do this <laughs> shit, and they they put up all this great stuff for me. It's like that's why I said if you're looking at Facebook and Twitter, you really have to follow the leftards. You really have to follow. Oh, yeah. them. You know, people like unfriend them. It's like no, no. If I unfriend them, I won't know what they're thinking, and then I can't counter it. Well, I don't counter it because I don't want to get into the arguments. Uh, because it's got, I've got too many other things to deal with. That the arguments I used to get into the arguments. Now it's, I, I just stopped. I just stopped the arguments and I just continue to follow them. And then I take their stuff and bring it here and rant about it because it's fun. No thine enemy. Yes, no thine enemy. Got you. Got to understand what they're thinking and what they're doing. So it's like you must follow. Mm-hmm. And it's like these people are thinking, oh, it does no good to follow only the people who echo what you believe, because agreed. You can't. You can't. Build a counter argument if it is, and every once in a while they say something that I actually agree with, and I go, "Oh, well, how about that?" And then I get a glimmer mm-hmm. of hope that they have a brain, and then their next their next post just fucking takes all that away. Something like this. Yeah, something like this. <laughs> what was funny was this one was put up by my instructor, and and. Where I where I got my uh, my uh, diploma in applied communications. This was put up by my 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 instructor of the uh, of the. Uh, he was the one who instructed us in video. My video instructor put this up. Why is it always so disappointing when your instructors or teachers put up things that completely counteract what you initially thought of them? Well, the thing is, is like I look at this and I was like, you know, this isn't what you taught me when I took your class. You taught me free thinking because he was, he was, he was, I, I had him for his very first year of instruction. So he's. Hello? He's he still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Sorry, yeah. you cut yeah. out entirely oh. after I heard, you know, he, and that's okay. all I heard. Oh, well, well anyway, um, he, he, I, I had him for his very first year as an instructor when I did my applied communication degree. And. Mm-hmm. And he had just come back from the Middle East, where he'd spent five years over there in the Middle East. And this was in 2000. Wow. 
And of course, in 2000, the Middle East was a shit show. And it, yep. was, it was massively under an oppressive thumb. And he came back with all of these idealistic ideas. And then to look at him 20 years later and go, oh, my God, what happened to you? That's what happens when you spend all your time at a college, I guess, even as an instructor. Maybe it's less about spending all of your time in a college and more about spending all of your time where you are comfortable and you aren't challenged anymore. Mm. Well, that's true. They're no longer, they're probably not challenged as much as they used to be. When I was going to school, you were still able to challenge your professors and your, the professors I had actually encouraged, if you didn't challenge them, they would mark you down for not challenging them. They wanted to be challenged. They needed to be challenged. But now if you challenge a professor, they'll fucking fail you. You're screwed. Mm-hmm. You yeah, challenge. a buddy of mine, he's challenged the professors and the other students before, and he's found himself on the verge of being kicked out a couple of times. Not mm-hmm. cool, but... No. And that's unfortunately what's become. It's no longer a center of higher learning and education. It's a center, no. of, it's a center of compliance or, or, or be booted out. Well, that's the other thing, too, is a lot of the professors who are still there these days, they've probably, even without realizing it, forced themselves to comply to such an extreme that they don't lose their job, they don't lose their livelihood. That's exactly what's happened. All right, on that pretty note, let's go talk about some <laughs> planning and preparations for the shit that's going to come down the pike. We'll start with... I didn't bring anything this week. That's all right. I, I was got, running too late today. I got enough here. We'll start with some planting, growing, harvesting tips, you know, storage tips. I should add storage in there. Planting, growing, harvesting, and storage. I should add storage to it. Because this one here, this, these two articles here are about storage and what you can do. Now, I didn't realize this about apples and potatoes. If you store some, pota- some apples with your potatoes you will prevent them from sprouting. I have read both things about this. I have read that it'll stop your potatoes from sprouting, but I've also read that it actually causes your potatoes, it also causes your potatoes to sprout because as the apples age and get more ripe, they let off a particular gas that allows the uh, potatoes to feed off them. Because I stored my potatoes with apples for ages Mm-hmm. But it didn't always help. So well, well okay. Well, I'm uh, kind of a mixed mind of this. I'm going to give it a shot because you know I want to see how long I can uh, keep my potatoes from sprouting because the ethylene gas is supposed to prevent the potatoes from sprouting, and that's if and yet. And you've got it. You've got to store them close together, and you got to store them lo- sort of like what they show here. You know where the potatoes and the gas, or the apples can spread their gas on the uh, potatoes. Yeah, I used to put my uh, my apples in the same little cubby drawers you, that I have for my potatoes. You, you don't want them touching. And you don't want them touching. Maybe that's the issue, is that because my apples were in the same spot as my potatoes. Yeah. You, you want to have them in the same zone mm-hmm. where they share the same oxygen, but not touching each other. Okay. Try that. See how it works. Anyway, I thought that was a useful idea. I really, what I, what I also liked here was I liked the storage bin they built. That's such a cool storage bin. Where the potato... You're breaking up again. Storage bin, storage bin, storage bin. How's that? I heard you those two times. Okay. So, anyway, the storage bin where the potatoes are in a a drop-down bin here, and then the apples are in little holes that are right on top of it. I thought that was kind of cool. 
That is a really cool storage idea. Yeah. And this article here also has many other cool storage ideas. I like this one for storing your carrots. Oh, that's cool. Onions and stuff. You fill it full of sand and you mount it on the wall. You got a little glass thing in there and just stuff your carrots and other things in there. Another one for eggs. You know, do you know if uh, temperature of your room in general would affect the carrots or the eggs? Yes, it's got to be. It's got to be cool. You'd only put the ones okay. you're gonna. You'd only put the ones you're gonna use really recent, uh, really quickly in there. The stuff okay. for longer term storage needs to be stored cool. Same with the eggs. I, I like the egg holder. I like that the fruit. So cool. I like the fruit holder. I like the little spice jar and the spoon holder underneath mm -hmm. it. Those are. They're just some really cool ideas for creating storage containers definitely designed for tiny apartments yes well tiny apartments or a uh, kitchen or whatever anyway i thought that were i thought it was kind of cool all right another one i've got here is garden planning for preservation best foods to freeze can dehydrate and ferment so cool. you're going to want to as it becomes more important to grow a garden year after year, people are just now truly waking up to that. They sort of woke up to it the first year of the COVID. But then, yeah. you know, the first couple of months of the COVID crap, you know, everyone panics. Seeds were impossible to find. You know, gardening supplies fucking vanished off the shelves. It was a good time to buy them, you know, if, they, if for those that didn't sell them. You're going to need them again. But this article here goes through talking to you about foods that you want to plan your garden for, for freezing foods, canning foods, dehydration, and fermentation. Now, keep one idea in mind is we may have a problem. It might not happen here as fast for us, but in some areas, they're already having electricity problems. Of the Western, yeah, brownouts, Western world. right? Yeah, they're having brownouts. You got to remember, brownouts, other things like that fail. That means your freezers go offline. If you don't have a generator or something to power them up, at least for a few hours every day, they will defrost pretty quickly. So the canning, dehydration, and fermentation are going to become the number one ways of preserving food, along with learning how to salt meats again. <clears throat> These are going to happen. I just... I get the feeling it's going to happen. I don't know if it's one year down the road, two years, or three years down the road, but it's going to happen here in the West. You know, I think here we'll, we'll go a little further than everyone else just because of our power grid and where we get our power from or the majority of our power from, but it's bound to happen here. So they talk about different things you want to grow here, uh, tomatoes, you know, market farming and other things, peppers, summer squashes. And I've got a really cool summer squash. I've got seeds for them I collected. It's a blue pumpkin. A blue and, pumpkin. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's it looks like a regular pumpkin on the inside, but it is a very tasty winter squash that I purchased it from a grocery store, and it was locally grown here on the island. I think it cost me like, I think it was like a pound and a half pumpkin. It wasn't very big, but it cost me like eight bucks when I bought it last fall. Jeez. And I, I bought it strictly because I wanted to grow it. I wanted the seeds from inside it is what I wanted. Yeah. And I kept looking at it all winter long thinking, I've got to finally cook this. So I finally made the effort to prepare a meal with it. I can't remember what I had with the pumpkin. 
And I cooked the pumpkin up in the oven, and I roasted it, and it was a very tasty pump. It was better than it was better than spaghetti squash. It was it was way Ooh. better. It was way better than spaghetti squash. And so then, what I, I did with it was I of course gathered all the seeds, and I will be growing all the seeds. All right, I don't know why I'm dropping out. We're running so little stuff here. I don't know, but for some reason you keep dropping out and it's making it hard to follow what you're saying sometimes oh okay well then uh try calling me back okay i'll hang up and call you back let's see what happens here how's that well you'll have to talk for a wee bit longer than two words worth all right whatever anyway There's a lot of different recipes in here, crops and preservation products and winter squashes they talk about. And winter squashes are an important thing to grow because they store long term. They contain lots of vitamins and minerals and the good winter squashes. One shot quips. Huh? What? Oh, that's not something else. Oh, much better. (laughs) Fuck. All right. When choosing, you know, stone fruits, you want fruits, you want fruits and veggies. So basically, this is a really good article, and it's from Mother Earth News, and you're going to see more from Mother Earth News because I started, I signed up for their email list so I could get more stuff from them. All right. Let's hear, let's grab a couple other from Mother Earth News, and then I want to go into something else. Okay. Cool stuff at Mother Earth News. This link here, okay, I'm kind of cheating here because this free guide's this free guide page, you have to sign up for their email list to get the link. But I decided to freaking share it with the world. Just cool. because. Just because. And they've got... They got to let them load. What's that? you got to let them load. There are a whole bunch of PDF files. Just a mm. whole bunch of them. And once they load, you'll get the title. We'll get the titles of them. It's like they don't share the titles until they load. So we'll let them load for a minute and come back. Now, I've got another one here. This is something I think I'm going to try and do since I'm getting ready to plant my garden out. And it's a do-it-yourself seed spacing template, which you can make from scrap wood. Oh, cool. And then what you can do is, because seeds, see, I've learned the hard way. You can't crowd your plants. Don't do it. No, they don't like it. It won't work. You won't get twice the crop. You, it, it never works. Um, you will cause both plants to stunt right the hell out because they're competing yeah. with each other. And so you got to plant plants certain distance apart. And so what it can do is you can go create a whole bunch of different templates for different plants and then label these templates and say, okay, well, I'm planting broccoli today. They need to be six inches apart. You know, instead of guessing, you can go grab one of these templates, slap it down on your garden, and just start planting them. That's you know, actually bloody brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was cool. And I thought it would be a really cool thing to make and try to market at the garden. But it's just a really useful thing. And it's just a really cool idea. So check it out. Uh-huh. And, you, and you can make it from any old wood you can find. It's like I have a ton of scrap wood in my, in my at the Oasis. And so you can, yeah, make you, it out, you can make it out of scrap wood. Piece it all together. All right, let's check out these free guides. Okay, they're starting to load now. So here we go. They've got organic gardening, special collection, guides, a guide for your easy veggies you can grow, simple living skills, real food special collection, natural health collection, 
do it yourself. And what what stuck in my mind? Did you remember the uh, you know the books One Second After? Yeah. What was one of the biggest things that they found? Their biggest hoard, which helped their community. Uh, there was a few different things. There was okay. there was they, the, the salts, and there was the uh, just the simple knowledge of okay. old magazines and stuff and do you remember what magazines they talked about they found issues of mother earth news going back for 70 years i don't remember that specifically but it makes sense because they were really focused on the old magazines and super excited about all the various items that they were able to find yeah all that all that old information and it's only good for you if you have it in hard copy because if you lose internet connections electricity everything you've got the digital you, everything you have that's digital is absolutely worthless. If you don't have it printed, yeah. you're fucked. So anyway, I thought it was neat just because of the Mother Earth news and it was because of that one second after that caused it to stick out. And then when I scrolled down, I went, cool. There's a lot of really interesting stuff here they give you mm-hmm. right off the bat. All right. Here's a random, rather odd question. Mm-hmm. So in order to create an EMP through a nuclear, they have to send the bomb up into space, and then they set the EMP, uh, then they set the nuclear bomb off in space above a certain area, right? Yep, up above our stratosphere. Yeah. So which is it, which actually isn't that, actually isn't in space yet. It's not in space. No, it's 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 in our upper atmosphere. I Go thought ahead, that was space. No, space is when you leave the atmosphere of the Earth. Okay, apparently I don't know enough about our atmosphere. It's very... I thought there was our atmosphere and then outside of our atmosphere. Our atmosphere has several layers. Good to know. Yeah. Well, my question still stands. If you end up setting off a bomb in the outer atmosphere... Upper atmosphere, yeah. Okay, upper atmosphere. Would that wind up destroying the... uh, satellites that are around only the satellites that are below it satellites that are below it yeah only the satellites that are below it not the ones above it because it it causes the burst to go downwards and what actually creates the mp i mean the nuclear blast creates the mp but once it hits our just below our stratosphere there's another layer once it hits that layer there that layer there is what causes the compton effect of the of the uh, EMP burst, and that Compton effect amplifies the EMP's effects and causes it to do more damage than it would normally, because they've they've noticed the EMP effects since they first started detonating nuclear bombs. Yeah, we just didn't have as many uh, technical gadgets as we do they, now, so it didn't, wasn't really that big of a deal. They, what a lot of people don't know is they have been testing nuclear bombs. All the way up to 2014. Yep. A lot of people don't even realize that they've still been testing nuclear bombs. All over the globe. Really? People a, don't know that? No, a lot of people don't. They don't realize that. They, they thought that the nuclear testing stopped in the 70s. A lot of people think the nuclear bomb testing stopped in the 70s. Were they actually detonated? Oh, God, no. No, and, but, see, and, but see, we're using more modern computers, but they don't move further and further away. They've just learned how to shield them better, and they, yeah. and they know what's coming. So it's, it's, the thing about it is, is it's the Compton effect that causes it, and it's a line of sight. It's a line of sight destruction, too. 
Okay, so when we shoot the satellites up up above us, we don't shoot them into space every time. We actually have them within our atmosphere too. No, we shoot them in. No. We, shoot them, we shoot them outside our outside our atmosphere. Okay. And where, where you so wanna, then where, it where would only destroy the satellites that are below it. But if it's but if the if the bomb is set off in our outer atmosphere, hmm. what satellites would be below it? There's a lot. You'd have to go look. I had I at one point in the early days of the internet, and I've been unable to locate it ever since. I really wish I'd been able to capture it. You used to be able to go to a website or something. It might have even been government, but you used to be able to look at every satellite that circled the Earth and what okay. at, what at what altitude they were at, and it Ooh. and you could zoom out past the moon. We have satellites as far out as the moon. Not overly surprising. Yeah, it was like it was like I'm looking at it, going, "Oh, this is so cool." There was so much, <laughs> and there's so many satellites around the Earth. I'm surprised they can get a fucking spaceship out into orbit. You know, I do remember reading an article about how they were thinking about essentially sending up a Nerf ball into the into the like close to a space area, so that mm. they could grab all of the broken bits of satellites that have crashed into each other because we have so much space junk floating right around our planet that's actually interfering and causing damage to the active satellites. Mm -hmm. And that's why <laughs> that's one of the reasons why satellites are at different levels because they have to be. And of course, they're actually mm -hmm. not they're actually not orbiting. They're in a controlled freefall. Mm -hmm. Everything that goes up in orbit around the Earth is in a controlled free freefall, meaning it's eventually going to return back to Earth and burn up in the atmosphere. Well, isn't that the same thing as every plane that goes up? They're not actually flying. They're just in a controlled freefall. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> controlled falling. All right. Let's go on to worrying about our food supply. And this is why you need to worry about this. Food riots, going on? Food riots have begun in parts of the world. Yeah. Okay. They began in, uh, they've begun in Iraq, Lebanon. Lebanon has announced rationing of wheat. Ukraine has halted all the exports. Russia has halted exports. Food rioting and control has begun. Of course, the mainstream media is not talking about this yet. They won't talk about it until they can't ignore it any longer. Which will take another few months at least. Uh, six months to a year. Depends on how fast it moves. I'm going to guess... Three to four months. Okay. Well, if it's three to four months, that's how much time you have left to prepare. Because yeah. once the mainstream media acknowledges it, it's kind of like the toilet paper shortage. Once the mainstream <laughs> yeah. media acknowledged it, it got worse. It's kind of like the gasoline shortage we had on the island last winter. Um, yeah. I knew about it the day before because I was thinking about it as I came down island realizing that gasoline all came from the other side of the accident scene. And I was like, there's going to be a serious shortage of gasoline. Well, by the next morning, there were lineups around the block. And we drained, and we're a little teeny tiny town too. We mm -hmm. drained every single gas station in Victoria in 18 hours. I'm surprising when you think about it. No, not really. 
It's surprising to me because it seems like with our rather small comparatively population, we Mm -hmm. shouldn't be able to drain every single gas station, but we did. Okay, well, think about it this way. The vast majority, I would bet that 70 to 80% of the people are driving around with a quarter to half a tank of gas or less. I did that in my 20s. There's many people who do that in their 30s and 40s because, oh, I only got to get to work tomorrow. I don't need to fill up. It's too much of a hassle to stop the gas station. I I used to do that until I finally realized that I should never, ever let my truck get below half a tank, ever, without fail. If it gets near half a tank, I fill it up. Get near half a tank, I fill it up. Because it's the same cost to fill it from half a tank as it is to fill it from empty to half a tank. Yeah. The thing is, is if you fill it from half a tank to full, that means if something goes wrong and I need the gasoline to get somewhere, I will always have the gasoline to go the maximum distance my truck can cover. You know, and this is something that a lot of people don't realize. And the thing is, is they suddenly realize, shit, I've got like a quarter tank of gas. Oh, crap, man. I've only got like, the, for many people, a quarter tank of gas is like, is like two or three days worth of driving to work. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like a shit, I better fill up. And of course, they don't know how long the shortage is going to be. So they panic and they fill up. And then they see everyone lining up for the gas station. So everybody lines up for the gas station, whether they're running it empty or running at three quarters of a tank. So everybody lines up to fill their tank. You know, I remember reading this study years ago where this one company, it was a really tiny company, and they wanted to make their their product really popular. Mm. So what they did is they went around and they hired 50 people to stand in line for half an hour. Mm -hmm. And once they managed to hire these 50 people to stand in line for half an hour, and they started actually going through all these people... By the time they started getting to the people they hadn't hired themselves, there were people who they had no idea even what they were standing in line for. They just wanted to know what everyone was standing in line for. And they were able to sell their product for way more and way more of their product than they would have been able to if they had simply just waited for people to notice them. Yes. It's called... Kind of what it makes me think of. It's it's the... um, uh, I can't remember what the true title is. It's the shortage effect. You know, people see something, they hear like, oh, it's a product, and they don't have many of them. It's everybody wants it. It's kind of like what <laughs> makes it's kind of it's the same thing that makes some random toy every year at Christmas time the most popular thing that everyone has to buy. Like Tickle Me Elmo. Like I'll never me forget o- Tickle Me Elmo because it is the creepiest thing on earth. Yeah, but for some reason, it was the hottest thing. Everyone wanted to buy it, and there were shorties. They were selling them on eBay for nine hundred bucks a piece. No, no, Dad. They were selling them for up to two thousand a piece. Whatever, ridiculous <laughs> price. It was creepy. Two thousand so, a piece in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. it's wrong. So, so it is. It is a. It is a. It's. It's the. It's the shortage effect. The you know missing out effect. Fear of missing out. That's what it's called. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Mm. It's the fear of missing out. If people get a fear of missing out, they fucking jump it. And I'm even. I'm susceptible to it with my you know, cognitive brain and thinking logically every, every once in a while, I sort of get susceptible to it. And I stop and think, no, wait a minute. I'm not missing out on nothing here. It's, it's a psychological impact that happens, but the vast majority, as they've proved in the last two years, you can get 90% of the people to cooperate. Proof, proof by the number of people that have been stuck with that fucking vaccine. Yeah. 
you know, we according according to our stats here in BC, we have 94% of our population have been stuck once, 90%, 80 to 90% have been stuck twice, and somewhere around 60% or something have been stuck three times. You know, I saw an interesting video on that. Yeah. It was talking about how the colors, blue and yellow. Oh, I saw were, that video. You, pardon? I saw that video. It was a very interesting video, and I realized something. Blue, it's, it's supposed to have, like, a calming, reassuring color, and anything that is in blue, you're supposed to remember very well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I realized... Keep going. I'll let you finish yours before I go into my diatribe on it. I realized that blue, while it does have that effect on most people, there is a small percentage of people, like myself, who, when they see the color blue, they get really aggravated. Mm. And I can't help but wonder if most of the people who feel aggravated by the color blue, rather than calmed or memorizing by it, if that is the main percentage of the, what I consider thinkers out there. Well, it could be. Um, I myself like the color blue. It's, it used to be my favorite color for most of my life. It was my favorite color. And what they did there, oh. the people who did the video took the entirely wrong track with it. Okay? Yeah. Because what, what has happened is we're talking about color theory here. You as an artist should know mm-hmm. about color theory. Okay. Not the psychological okay. connection, but the the basic connection of what colors are best. It's it's mm. not really an in-depth psychological connection. Okay. Well, I spent a lot of time on the psychological effects of color theory. I even designed some of my websites based upon psychological color theory. Mm-hmm. My, my primary business site is the color it is because of psychological color theory. Yes. Okay. Go or yellow and blue are kind of opposing colors. Okay. Yeah. You, you you put them on a color wheel, they don't even match on a color wheel. Okay. Actually, surprisingly enough, if you take those two very particular shades of yellow and blue, they do match on a color wheel. They okay. are what is considered opposites. Are they opposites on the color wheel? Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll take your word for it because I don't have a color wheel handy. But <laughs> blue is not a calming color. Blue is a trust color. Blue, a trust color? Okay. Blue exhibits trust. Trust me. We know what we're talking about. We're blue. <laughs> Everyone loves blue. Blue is blue is <laughs> faithful, strong, trustworthy. That's blue. Yellow. Okay, yellow is a, exactly what you described. It's an aggravating color. It is a color of action. Do something, do something now. Okay, you got to do it now. You can't wait. You must do it now, which is why... What are the colors of the McDonald's logo? Yellow and red. What color yellow? More of a bright color. It's, rather than it's, a it, golden color. It's it's very close to the color that they used for all of their advertising of the COVID crap. And the flag of Ukraine. You know, while we're talking about this, I'm mm-hmm. realizing that on the page you have up right now, mm-hmm. the food riots of 2022. Uh-huh. Yeah. Take action. Same color of yellow. Take Same color of yellow. Take action. It's an action color. It's a color. It's also a warming color. It's supposed to be. It's the, it's it's 
It used to be the similar color of the sun, but there's discussions about the sun having changed color in the last 50 years. Anyway, that's a whole fucking rabbit hole we should go down sometime. Definitely. Um, um, but it is, this, it is the color of the sun. You know, when kids draw the sun as, kid, as young kids, what color do you make it? You make it yellow. Yellow. Or orange. Yellow, yellow, orange. So it's an action color. It's a warming color. Do something now. And the sun is something that says, action, get out and do something. It's a sunny day. What do you want to do when you get out and do a sunny day? I want to get out, be active, do something. It's an action color. Did you know that the color yellow, the color yellow that is literally on that page you have up right now, that color yellow is also supposed to uh, encourage dopamine to flow through your brain. Yeah, well, see, that's the whole thing. Color theory is extremely, if you if you stop and pay attention to all the advertising out there, you will start to notice the colors and the color schemes mm-hmm. are used. And we're not talking about cheap advertising. We're talking about the high-end corporate advertising, the people who pay big money to big ad design companies that have psychologists on their design teams to help design the most psychologically impactful ad. <clears throat> Yeah. One of the things when I did my psych degree was how psychology was flipped from actually helping people to selling them shit. That would have been an interesting course. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was very interesting to learn about how psychology has been flipped to being used to to sell people shit. And basically, they sell they sold people the IV idea of the COVID, and they sold them on the idea of getting jabbed. They had, to sell, they had to sell many of them. In fact, most of the people, they had to finally force them to do it by telling them, we're going to take away your job, your livelihood, your family, and everything else. That's how they, that's how they got the to... protests. That's how they got to 90%. I mean, they only originally yeah. got... To, they only got to about 40 or 50% um, with, without, the, without the mass coercion. You know, and then, and then of course, the protests and the, like, these, the freedom died. They're like, you know, your, your freedom died when your company, the government, told you you must have this jab or you can't do this. Oh, but you still have the freedom of choice. No, you didn't have any freedom of fucking choice. Sure, you, you could choose. Either I can't do this or I must do that. You know, that's not freedom of choice. Freedom of choice means I, I am free to choose either this or continue on my life. That's a freedom of choice. You know, suddenly you couldn't continue with life. So that's a whole nother fucking story. But yeah, so color, color, the color scheme, the video you're talking about, that color scheme is they, they took the wrong track on it. They should have analyzed it by by psychological color schemes, not just the fact that it's, you know, Ukraine, just they just got lucky with Ukraine's flag being the same color. And the fact that Russia's been making noise about Ukraine for decades, you know. Uh, True, but the whole the whole idea there. Yeah. I really appreciated the whole idea being yeah. brought up and mm-hmm. brought to the fore because it's something I hadn't considered. I mean, I know I'm an artist and I often consider uh, what colors mean and how colors affect people, but I hadn't really thought about the advertising and the various signs and everything like that until I saw something like throwing it in my face. Yeah. Well, that, and that's what makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. That makes it very interesting. All right, we need to take a break. I need to into my squirrel bladder here for a few minutes, <laughs> and uh, we will be right back. Let's go. Take you should a- play the squirrel thing. Okay, squirrel. <laughs> Uh-oh. Squirrel. There he is. There's my squirrel. Perfect. All right, let's go with this one. Drop your pants next to the bed. 
that's just what the woman said. Look upon the face of those mighty boy. Drop your toys and stay a while. She said, come here with a smile. Told her I was not that kind of boy. I was just a boy of teens. It was yesterday, it seems. Walking down the street after a dance. By the corner stood a girl with her hair all up in curls. Promotion to me wasn't hard to grasp. Well, she had things I'd never seen, and Lord knows I was pretty green. She motioned me to follow her sweet path. She said, honey, come upstairs. I knelt and said my prayers. As I closed the door, here's what she said to me. Come here, you sweet thing. Drop your pants next to the bed. That's just what the woman said. Look upon her face, was mighty coy. Drop your drawers and stay a while. She said, come in with a smile. Told her I was not that kind of boy. Well, I knew not what to do, so I just removed my shoes. After all, I didn't know her well. I was nervous as could be. But she smiled so patiently The room was cool but I was hot as hell Drop your pants next to the bed That's just what the woman said The look upon her face was mighty coy Drop your drawers and stay a while She said come in with a smile Told her I was not that kind of boy Morning lifted up my eyes Across my fingers gave a sigh All at once came someone to the door A voice pounded at the air I know my daughter's in there She said calmly as my bare feet hit the floor Drop your pants next to the bed That's just what the woman said Look upon the face of mighty boy Drop your drawers and stay a while She said, come in with a smile Told her I was not that kind of boy Well, I told her I was not that kind of boy Well, I told her I was not that kind of boy Yeehaw! Alrighty. Let's get back into it. Have some fun. While I enjoy Absolutely. My, while I enjoy my 12-year-old rum, special night, I decided I wanted tw- I wanted 12-year-old Florida Cana. It's a really good rum. Yes, you've given me a taste of that before. That stuff is delicious. Yeah. I like old rums. The problem is I can't afford them very often. And I'm even be able to afford yeah, it. What? That's the beauty of not being able to afford the good stuff very often is you don't have to be able to afford it very often. You just have to have self-control to keep it for a yeah, while. You got to keep it for more than more than uh, more than four days. Yeah. You know, it can be hard to do that. You know, if you sit down and start sipping it, but it helps though if you only put it in a shot glass. You know, so you don't sip it as fast. Yeah, because you want to make it last. Mm-hmm. That right. means you don't end up getting too inebriated. Yeah, well, that helps too. I can't get inebriated anymore, man. I can't handle the fucking hangovers. I'm getting old. I don't do the hangovers as very, very well anymore. <laughs> I'm out of sorts. You know, I didn't even get a hangover for the first time until I was in my 30s. Yeah, well, that's when it usually starts. And then it gets worse in your 40s. In your 50s, it's really, they get more miserable as you get older. 
All right, let's I go. I it has to do with the low tolerance. That, that's part of it, I'm sure. All <laughs> right, let's go talk about some... Everybody was kung flu fighting <laughs> And all in Wuhan dying And it was a little bit frightening Got to make note, thanks to the No Agenda show for all their jingles. Got to remind to give them credit once in a while for stealing all their jingles. Absolutely. They have some amazing jingles. Yeah, I haven't I haven't made the effort to steal the... They've had some really good ones lately, and I just haven't made the effort to steal them. I got to make more <laughs> effort again and download and steal some of their jingles. Because I've got to update this. I've got to update this board. It's so far out of date now. It is, but at the same time, the ones that you have there, they work. Yeah, well, they're classics, man. They're, they're, they're classics. They work. You know, right now, we've got the problem, of course, you know, the mainstream media has considered COVID is gone over with. Nobody's talking about it. It's out of, it's out of the limelight. But it's still there. That. What's that? I've noticed that. Hmm. Well, that's because, you know, it's like the meme says, man. It's like, I hate anti-vaxxers. Slap. No, you hate Russians. You hate Russians. <laughs> that's the meme. That's the meme now. It's like, you know, it's like the mainstream media says, no, you're not supposed to hate the anti-vaxxers anymore. Now you got to hate the Russians. So Sounds about right. That's pretty much what it is because the mainstream media has pretty much quit talking about it entirely because they knew the whole thing was falling apart. And we've got a couple of things here to talk about. First thing we're going to talk about is I wasn't expecting this so quickly, but I am thankful for it because I rather enjoyed going into the stores this last week. Here in BC? They yeah, that was nice being able to head out and not have to put something over your face. They dropped the uh, vaccine or the mask mandates. And where the hell is it? I had a link. A yeah, buddy of mine was talking about how people who he'd met in school, he's like, you know, he, he got to know them with a mask on. And then now he's seen them without the mask. He's like, oh, that's not how I imagined you at all. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's like it's it's just insane. And night train travel travel card restrictions. Here we go. Here we go. Repeal timing for orders and regulations. I think this is the one I wanted. All right. They have repealed our mask mandates effective last Thursday. Uh, of course, they're forcing they're forcing the kids to continue wearing them in school until they until they come back from spring break. Well, you can't have them getting oxygen to their brain cells. That would just make them smart. Yes, I know. So they're getting rid of that. Um, oh, this, ain't, this ain't the right page either. I had it linked correctly. Every time I link something correctly, they fucking change the web page. That's because you're special and they hate you. No, it's because they like to hide all this <laughs> shit. Um, the other thing is, is proof of vaccination will no longer be required starting April 8th. Oh, that's cool. I didn't, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Uh, starting April 8th, all of the proof of vaccination mandates, your COVID pass and all the other crap, done. No longer required starting April 8th. Means I can go back to the gym. Are they going to backpedal on that, though? I thought that was kind of one of the main points of this was oh. in order to have that whole pass thing in place. Oh, I know. I know. This is what's happening. They pushed the Overton window over. 
The Overton window has been shifted far enough now. What they're, what they're going to do is they're going to let everyone get some breathing room, relax a little bit. The Overton window will shift a teeny bit back the other direction, but not enough to be a problem. And when they come up with the next thing, the Overton window will push all the way over and they will finally be able to for in they'll be, finally be able to force upon us all of the uh, all of the other shit that they that us, us conspiracy theorists have been saying is going to happen for some of them have been saying it's coming for ten years. I myself have only conspiracy been conspiracy therapist. Get conspiracy, it right. Conspiracy therapists, or <laughs> um, as is also known nowadays, it's fucking called spoiler alerts. It's what? Spoiler alerts. Ah. You know, the, the conspiracy theories are no longer, you, you hear it a lot, especially in the last two years, because so many yeah. bloody conspiracy theories came true in the last two years. It was no longer conspiracy theories. They're spoiler, spoiler alerts. <laughs> so at any so, rate, go ahead. I actually, I remember reading about, um, it was this random post where it compared our current government to an abusive partner. Hmm. And I can't help but think when you were talking about the Overton window about how in an abusive relationship, what happens is they will abuse you and then you'll get this time of love and gentle care and you'll start to trust them again. And then there comes the abuse again. And then they'll come back. It'll go back to that gentle loving care. And, I can't help but think of that one post I read ages ago, and it's totally the same thing. You know, yeah. we've, we've experienced the abuse, but right now they're removing the abuse. They're giving us gentle, loving care, and yeah. just as people start to trust them and start to believe in them again and start to believe they're not so bad, they're going to slap it right back on us. Absolutely. Same thing. It's exactly yep. the same thing. It's so an anyway, abusive relationship. I don't know why more of us don't just get out. I've done my best. I, I do my part to try and vote them out every time, but unfortunately, I'm in the minority. Me too. Hopefully you know, this vote voting session won't be the same. No, because what they do is they, the, the politicians have figured out the cycle of humans' memory is only about six months. So they're an abusive partner. Yes. <laughs> they, they know the cycle. They know how long the memory lasts. And then they and then they do everything they can, and then they get themselves reelected, and then they fucking go right back into the massive abuse. Yep. All right. Here is the thing. The other thing I want to talk about. Let's bring this over. What is that? This is the list of adverse effects of the jab. Notice. Oh, that's. Notice okay. the notice the tiny print. Notice mm -hmm. that it's one big, long fucking sentence. The interesting thing, it starts at page 30, and it goes to page 38. Jeez. It's nine pages of side effects of the jab, such as retinal vein occlusion. That sounds like a blood clot. Overlap syndrome. Pediatric autoimmune syndrome, palindronic like rheumatism. I'm just skipping through and grabbing them at random. It's like trying to read code when you're not familiar with it. That's pretty much what it is. These are the side effects. Somebody tallied them. There's like thousands of them here. 
These are the side effects, the known side effects. They even say it right here. Owl disease is one that I saw. Yeah, owl disease. Um, list of adverse. These are a list of adverse events of special interest. Acute kin. Uh, acute kidney injury. Uh huh. Acute macular, ovular. Something. I love this one. Acute hemorrhagic leuco. Leukophilia? Acute hemorrhagic <laughs> oedema of infancy. Infancy. I I think we need to <laughs> like brush up on our Latin before we can understand this. Oh yeah, well you do. But this is this is the side effects of the vaccine. Oh, freaking core. These are the documented ones. That only they had the documented ones. Yeah, these are only the documented ones. Because these are documented during their tests and feedback. Cerebral spinal thrombotic. Mm-hmm. That's not good. No. I like this one. Bickerstaff's encephalitis. What the heck is that? Encephalitis. It's a... Well, it's I know a, what encephalitis is, okay. but Bickerstaff's encephalitis? Is that like a special kind or something? It probably is. I have no idea. I just found it interesting that it was encephalitis, which is brain damage. You know, cerebral, uh, cerebular embolism. Now, that one should be pretty pretty self-explanatory. Cerebular embolism. Wow. This is oh. impressive mm-hmm. and terrifying. Yeah. And yet people are still getting this. I mean, oh, that's what I was trying to say earlier in our pre-stream was I've been following Twitter lately. And the amount of people who even three weeks ago were saying, get the vax or die. Now they're saying, I'm so glad I didn't fall for getting the vax. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, you guys are special. Yeah, well, those are the people that almost did it. And, you know, and the thing, interesting thing is, is a lot of them aren't going for the third. A lot of them are what? Not going after their third vax, their third jab. Ah, uh, yes. Because they realize the government's lied to them. Many of the people, the people who are not going for their third are the ones that were forced to get their first and second to keep their jobs. Yeah. Those are the ones that were like they're forced to. The other thing that's going to happen is they're starting to call back companies that t- told people get the vax or lose your job, and the people said no, and they lost their job. They're starting to get called back by their employers, saying, "We'd like to hire you back now, please. <laughs> Would you come back to us?" And I've seen lots of tweets on those, and many of them have said, eh, "Fuck no! I-, I found a better job where I didn't have to be vaxed." Yeah. You know, they're like, it was the most horrible thing to me. It was most terrifying. And then I found a better job. Some some of them are like, I found my dream job and I I don't have to be vaxxed. I feel so much better. I'm treated so much more humanely and I'm I'm making more money. So the businesses that were smart and didn't enforce the vax, they're the ones that are going to flourish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they are. But yeah, this is just it. And uh, so we've got a lot of insanity. I I just wanted to cover this. I wanted to bring this up. There's going to be a link in the show notes. I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this PDF up on the website and link it in the show notes so people can download it directly from our webpage because it's getting harder and harder to find this document online. I've noticed that. I went searching for it and I couldn't find it. 
Yeah, they they they're they're trying to wipe it out the moment it was released. There's there's two different stories about this document. Either it was released with the documents that the government forced Pfizer to release, or it was leaked by a leaker. So I'm thinking hard. it was probably leaked. So it's hard to know. But anyway, we've got we've we've got a copy of it. And I'm gonna put it up on my up on my uh, up on the website. And it was released on April 30th, 2021. Jeez. So they kept this information secret for over a year. Yeah. Because if people had known this shit, nobody would have got the fuck. Well, 20, 30 percent would have got the vax. Those those people will always get the vax. Those people will always do what the government tells them. 20, 30 percent, maybe up to 40 percent, will always do what the government tells them to do. You know, it's weird. Hmm. The fact that it's the 20 and 30% of the people who have been leading the rest. Well, that's what it runs Canada. brings me back to the blind leads the blind. Yeah, well, that's what runs Canada is 30%. Actually, I think it's 32 to 35% or something. 32 to 35% is what the Liberal Party of Canada got in the last election. That's how much of the vote they got. Which is interesting. And, but yet they got the majority minor, minor, minority government. And so they're leading Canada because they got the most number of seats. But they only got that hmm. 30% of the vote. And, of course, they managed to convince the fucking morons at the, at the NDP, not the, yeah, the NDP, the NDP, they managed to convince the morons, the NDP, that, oh, we'll fucking do you a solid later if you fucking support us on this. So. It's a shame because I used to like the NDP. Well, NDP are very helpful when you're in college. Yeah, well, that's our, that's that's our that's our that's our provincial government NDP. I used to like the NDP here too, but I'm actually okay, I don't want I don't want libtards either. I'm really hoping that we get a provincial PPC party. I'm hoping so. Don't know what'll happen, but you know you can always cross your fingers and hope. I always hope for a fucking provincial PPC. I'll be voting PPC on the next federal election too. I voted, I voted for them in the last one, hope, hope, hoping that they would actually get a seat, but it didn't happen. I didn't manage to even make it to the vote last time because I was just too busy with the move. Yeah. All right. I've got one other interesting thing here. This one here is fucking insanity at its finest. Okay. This is a Twitter post. And a libtard at its fucking finest. Here it is. Just found out my dad gave my grandma ivermectin. I just found out this morning that my grandmother had COVID. And apparently pretty bad. I knew she was sick, but no one said with what exactly. Apparently she's doing better now. But not after my father decided to tell me he sourced ivermectin from a local doctor and gave it to her. I'm a mess. I haven't stopped crying for over two hours. It's also my birthday, and I'm supposed to see them later tonight for dinner. I'm so absolutely disgusted and upset. I don't even want to go now. I just needed to vent to a community that understands. I have no idea how to handle it from here. What to do? I'm just going to keep crying for now. I gotta say, you got that whining tone down pat. must come from when I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah, I learned it from you. Uh, it's like, you're upset? What, your grandma didn't die? <laughs> your, oh. your, your father fucking did the right thing and got her ivermectin so that she didn't die? 
So um, something really entertaining <laughs> that I saw is someone was someone made a tweet about how they throw up a little bit in their mouth whenever they see a Canadian flag being flown from a car driving, mm-hmm. and somebody else said, "Please tell me where on the flag did they hurt you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, some of the comments on this one are great. Okay. Um, it, uh, you, know, you, get, you get the ones that support her. It's not her fault. It's a web of confusion she's caught in, and her tears are real enough. And that her, melts my brain a little bit. Uh-huh. Upset that your father was willing to do whatever it took despite social backlash to save the life of his mother? You should be proud to have such a man in your life. And she should Oh, I be. bet that didn't go over well. Yeah. Wait, she's upset that he helped her out? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Seems like she'd rather her grandma be dead than get ivermectin. Odd preference. <laughs> Did I miss the part where grandma died? Isn't she still alive? Yeah, uh, I like that. Uh, <laughs> she's not sick anymore, but I'm shaking in my boots. <laughs> Gotta wait a bit longer for the inheritance. <laughs> Grandkids usually don't get the inheritance. It's very rare. Not usually. No, it's usually the kids. <laughs> it's usually the kids. Kids get it. Grandkids don't get it. All right. It's like it's like and it goes on. There's a few in here that support her. And it's like it's like oh fuck. I, it's like I, I see this libtard shit and I just can't fucking. I, I just I I just shake my head really. All right. You know, I honestly I feel kind of bad for people like that. Oh, so do because I. Because. I, admittedly, yes, their post, just, it melts your brain, but you have the ability, like you and I have the ability here to look at this and realize how absolutely ridiculous it is, but the person who wrote this, she was literally unable to stop crying for over two hours because she thought there was something horrifically wrong with her father giving her grandmother ivermectin. Now, that speaks to me of a serious disconnect and a serious issue where she is so broken she can't handle the fact that her father did this and i i honestly i feel bad for people like this oh yeah oh absolutely i have the same i have the same thing all right doesn't stop me from laughing at them though let's go for some hard let's let's go for some hard hardcore push on the virtue signaling and the jab and there's so much soy in this one. I, I just don't even know where to begin with the soy. We'll start with his freaking mask and, you know, his round face and everything else. Huge style at this point. I agree. Yeah. Um, where the fuck did the video go? Might oh, have I been can deleted. See. And, okay. He's just like, I feel like I'm in an exclusive club, being one of only a handful of masked people at the mall. Guess it's kind of futile at this point. It is, dude. It sure is. <laughs> Take your mask off, eat some steak and broccoli, and go to the gym <laughs> and pump some weights. That'll fix your problem. No, he needs to eat a few chili peppers first before he eats a steak, or at least with the steak. <clears throat> well, yeah, eat a chili pepper with a steak. But you need, he, need, he needs the steak and broccoli because steak and broccoli are very <laughs> high in testosterone-making uh, stuff. And he needs to go to the gym and put some muscle on because muscle, of course, produces testosterone for men. The more muscle, yeah. the more muscle a man has, the more testosterone he, gener- testosterone he generally produces. <clears throat> does it produce testosterone in women too? Um, yes, it does. That's why that's why women athletes stop having periods. Hmm. 
the more the more a woman works out and does athletic stuff, the more testosterone she produces. It pushes down her estrogen to the point where she stops ma- having periods. That's why. That's why. Actually, makes sense. Women athletes often stop having periods. Hmm. So yeah, their testosterone goes up, but never never enough to completely counteract their fucking. Uh, their estrogen, estrogen to a hundred percent, but that's also why women athletes lose their breasts and they get down to muscle breasts instead of uh, fat breasts, which most women's breasts are fat. They're not muscle. Yes, as my teenage daughter constantly complains, they are two ridiculous balls of fat on the chest that bounce and are painful. Uh huh. No. <laughs> any, any woman, any woman above a B cup into the C cup knows that problem. Are you kidding me? Even with just a B cup, it hurts if you run. Oh, well, it sucks to be a woman. And stairs. Stairs yeah. suck. Uh-huh. All right. Here we are from Clown World. And this is some of the push that's happening out there, the rewriting of our medical system. <clears throat> Absolutely, yup. That heart attack is good for you. A new study mm-hmm. reveals... The shocking benefit of a heart attack. Wait, what? <laughs> I thought that one would break your brain. Hang on. Wait a minute. Okay, give me a few more minutes here. Heart attack good for heart. No, it's just not computing. I think I think I've hit an error in my brain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. This is is what the media is doing right now. They're busy rewriting shit to explain all of the sudden deaths. I don't have a whole list of them. It's like I've seen so many. I I just forgot to copy them over. There's so much stuff out there right now that heart attacks are normal in teenage boys. Heart attacks are normal in athletes. Heart attacks are normal in... In twenty-something-year-old uh, men, sudden death syndrome is normal in soldiers. Wait, stints? Huh? No, that that's sudden in that's sudden infant death syndrome. But yes, that's SIDS. SIDS. wasn't that previously only allocated towards babies who were newborn? And the main reason they thought that SIDS happened was because the child wasn't sleeping next to the mother. Yeah, that's part of it, and also because of uh, how they place the child in the crib at night. Oh, I just thought of something that may actually be a benefit. Hmm. It's, uh, shit, what is it? It's, it's a chemical that your brain creates every time that you are either close to or at death's door. It's a GHB or something, oh. and uh, that is a drug. Is absolutely sold on the streets to recreate that. So I can totally see the benefit of that because it would open up your mind more, more into the world and all that stuff. That THB, that's what it is. Yeah. I can totally see that being the only benefit. Yep. But I don't think they're really quoting that, are they? No, no, they're not. But yeah, <laughs> we we've got we've got a whole lot of material out there. They're trying to normalize. All of the deaths that are happening, <clears throat> and they're making sure that they're not associated with those that have had the vaccine. It's like nowadays, if I hear somebody died, first my first question out of my mouth is, have they been double vaxxed? Yeah, mine too. It's like, and it's really sad that that's the first thing that pops in my mind. And what's funny is many of these people who suddenly died, nine out of ten times, they've been double vaxxed. 
Or triple, yeah. Or triple, yeah. Double or triple vexed. All right, we got another one here. And I don't know what it is because I only labeled it. Oh, dear God, this is crazy. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I remember now. What the fuck is that? That's the is Easter that our bunny. new Easter bunnies? That's the new Easter bunny chocolates. I'm not sure it, what to think about that. It's a cult, man. It's a cult. Join the cult. Wear the mat. You got to become the. You got to become a member of the mask cult. So the teenager is sitting here, and she just poked me in the shoulder when she saw this, and is going, "Mm mm." Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. The, if you thought the Easter Bunny was creepy before, this takes it well, to a whole new fucking level. Okay, so I've always had an issue with bunnies. I don't know why. I've just never liked bunnies. They've never liked me. Yeah. And I find them exceedingly creepy. This mm-hmm. this is like Saw 2 version of Easter bunnies for me. Yeah. It's just wrong. This takes it right up there with Chucky. Yeah, except Chucky was cool. These guys are just creepy. No, I found Chucky creepy as hell. Or clowns. Chucky is creepy, but he's way cooler than these freaks. Yeah, well, he is cooler than these freaks. It's like like I saw that and I said, yep, got to have that one. Yeah, the teenager just looked at me, gave me a hug, and said, save me from it. It's creepy. And then she ran away. You have (laughs) saved them from it. You homeschool your kids. Which is probably why the 15-year-old is thinking like this. That's why they're thinking like that, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, I've got to bring up some other things here. I've saved a couple of interesting pictures that I've downloaded, and I forgot to preload them. So let's bring these up real quick. And there it is in that folder. And what else are you going to pull up? Is it as creepy as oh, chocolate bunnies with masks? I've been I've been saving some creepy shit. I've been saving some creepy shit. Something funny, actually. The top row of bunnies look like they're being strangulated. The second oh. row of bunnies look like they're ready to do some some kind of uh, creepy science experiment on you. No, that one there belongs somewhere else. Where is it? I thought I had some. I guess not. I guess not. Let's see what I got here. Somewhat. Oh. oh, no, that one's not creepy. Um... I don't think I brought this one out. Let's say, take a look at that one there. There you go. There was 2021 one into 2022. <laughs> That's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that one wasn't creepy, but let's see here. I got to find, let me scroll through these. Oh, here you go. Here's, some of the, here, here's one of the photos I downloaded from Facebook. Wow, that is really freaking creepy. Santa is doing some kind of seance and... Oh, look at the shadow. Sacrificial dance. No, no. Look at the shadow. Yeah. Sacrificial dance, man. You don't see the shadow? Now I do. (laughs) That's disturbing. That's even more disturbing. Wow. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Here's a good example of all the masker people. <laughs> that is awesome. 
Yeah, I've, Although I've, I used to have a neighbor who would literally clean everything that she just <clears> bought at the grocery store with bleach when she got home. Yeah, I well, it's funny. It's in the beginning of this scamdemic. <clears throat> Some of the people I thought had the most outspoken um, brains and not, I, I want to say not liberal, but um, not right wing, but... Uh, themselves. What's that? Thought for themselves. Didn't thought, follow yeah, the herd. Didn't follow the herd. Some of the people that didn't follow the herd. You know, they, I thought they were highly intelligent people. They started posting on Facebook. They, yeah, I just got my groceries delivered. I had them put them in the, gr- in the garage. I'm going to leave them there for three days now. And then I'm going to wipe them all down with antiseptic. This was three weeks into this scamdemic. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm, I was like, seriously, dude? You know, because, of course, the first two weeks, I had my own panic the first two weeks where I was opening doors with fucking plastic gloves because I bought, I bought into it. I'm not going to, I can't deny it. I bought into the fucking hype and the scare in the first two weeks. Well, you are also a germaphobe, which well, kind of makes sense. That That's true because I go into a hospital and I, I refuse to touch any knobs or door handles in there. I always find a way to uh, open them without touching them. Yeah, you're a germaphobe, so it kind of makes sense that you bought into it for at least the first three weeks. Yeah, two weeks. It was two. It was only two weeks. I actually paid attention. Okay. It was only two weeks, and then I, <laughs> and, and then what happened was I realized what the fuck am I doing? Nothing's changed. And it's like, and then I started thinking, and then I started paying attention, and I went into the, the social medias and I watched these people fucking degrade, and I watched them fucking fall into this pit of hell, and the onslaught of the media just fucking. And it was the onslaught of the media that fucking woke me up the most because I'd already learned from having listened to No Agenda for the last seven years that when the media has a sudden onslaught, there's something wrong. There's something When all the big wigs agree on something, pay attention because there's something wrong. There's something wrong. There's something wrong with the narrative. When every one of them agrees and they want, they all want this to happen, Mm -hmm. there's something wrong with it. Exactly. Yeah, so so it woke me up. Oh, here it is. This is what's really cool. Here's a great thing to paint on your car. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it. I want to do it to my truck. <laughs> Fill her up. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I thought that was cool. I want to do it to my truck. Yeah. You know, thinking about gas... I've never let my my truck run to less than half a tank of gas before because once my tank gets less than halfway, my truck doesn't, it's not happy. Hmm. Probably because she's getting onwards near 30 years old. Could be. Part of the bonus of having an old vehicle is that when you get down past half a tank, you really got to, you know, fill back up. Oh, yeah. It, It gets expensive, especially now. Here you go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. I, love I want that, that measuring tape. So do I. I want one too. <laughs> Cutting hairs has always been a measurement to me. It has. But you know, it's never been seen on a measuring tape. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else I got here. I've been I've been collecting a fair amount of things and can you get rid of the creepy-ass bunnies, please? Oh, yeah, I can do that. They are staring at me, and it's creepy. I, I feel like they want to take out my liver. Uh, Thank you. 
I right. don't like bunnies, <clears throat> and even chocolate form, they creep me the hell out. Okay, here is something that nobody ever thought about, and I think I brought it up once. And I yeah, we brought I, this up a couple times. Did I bring up the actual picture? Yeah, you brought up uh, two other shows that I immediately recall. Okay, yeah, this is this is something that I still have problems with the math. Yeah. You know, being that if everyone on the planet had to be vaccinated three times, that's 24 billion. If every manufacturer had to make the vaccine every second, it would take 30 years to make one billion. And if, it, if five companies had five plants making a vaccine per second, 10 years makes 7.8 billion vaccines. It would take 30 years to vaccinate the planet. How is it possible that we 7.8 billion COVID vaccines were manufactured, delivered, and administered for a virus that's been here since 2019. Math doesn't the work. Is, the, the other side of that is the fact that uh, when they first came out with, you know, everyone needs to get vaxxed once, they also didn't talk about a second, third, fourth, or fifth vax, but somehow they still had enough vaxes, enough doses, in order to vax the entirety of the population three times over. Yeah. So add that in there. And then also the fact that, oh, crap, I lost my thought. Never mind. I got distracted. Oh, okay. <laughs> Love ADHD. Yeah, I don't think that thought is coming back. My cat was meowing because he wants his catnip. Oh, well. Sorry. <laughs> here's one. Here, here, here's one that was for last episode I wanted to bring. <laughs> That's my cat. Yep. <laughs> That's what brought it up. It was like, oh, the cat <laughs> wants the spice. The spice is vital to space travel. <laughs> tonight all right we got more i just got a few more uh pictures here all right the futuristic movie timeline this is where we are in the futuristic movie timeline we are at soylent green which we're not too far from yeah and then we're children of men is next 12 monkeys demolition man v for vendetta event horizon (laughs) minority report total recall ai alien black hole sleeper the matrix Forbidden Planet, Fifth Element, Zardax. Maybe after Zardax, we can finally get to Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we're going to fall right back into Logan's Run. And then we've oh, got yeah, of course. Idiocracy, Idiocracy. <laughs> Planet of the Apes, and then Dune. I do like this. I liked how somebody took the time to create this. Some of the stuff that people do, it's like, wow, I wish I had your kind of time or dedication, dude, whichever one it is. Right? Uh-huh. But that's why people like that exist, so people like us can enjoy it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's all the images I've got. That's all the images <laughs> I've got at the moment. i got to correct, collect a whole bunch of new ones. Every time I see some interesting images, I try to snag them up. <clears throat> All right, let's see where we got. We've got some other stuff here. All right, we must talk about some go woke, go broke shit. Because this one was sad to me. It was really sad when it happened. Duck, duck, go? Duck, duck, go. They went woke. Hope to God they go broke. Oh. Apparently the tweet doesn't exist anymore. All right, duck, duck, go. Go woke, go broke. Let's find out where it goes. 
All right, let's see. Somebody's got it. Uh, okay, we don't have the original tweet anymore. Here, it is. this one's close enough. The CEO of DuckDuckGo joins the ranks of big tech companies. He put out on a tweet saying that DuckDuckGo is going to start censoring their results. I've switched from DuckDuckGo already. I've dropped them behind. I did not catch that. Yeah, it happened earlier this week or over the weekend or something. I can't remember. No wonder he deleted it. He probably lost most of his base because of that. Oh, yeah. Well, there's the whole reason you went there was because they were not only not tracking you, they were supposedly uncensored, unfiltered search results. They yeah, decide- I've been noticing over the past couple months, though, that it's been harder and harder to find things I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, then they started a few months ago, but he fucking finally announced it when he said, we're going to filter out all results about Russia and Russia's oh my goodness. misinformation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, it's like, and, of course, it went fucking through the entire tech field and everybody else who believes in privacy and they said drop DuckDuckGo all of my alt platforms that have promoted DuckDuckGo they said drop them and every yeah. one of them has dropped them so it's like it's like they're gone so I who are you going them. with now um, I don't want I don't want Google so I went to Bing I, I, I don't there is nobody unless I want to download the Brave the Brave browser because Brave, Brave browser. Yeah, Brave Brave, I don't know how well it works. I gotta download it. The Brave browser is a is an alternative to um <clears throat> why the fuck's it not in my head? The browser I use now. Bing? No, I don't use Bing as a browser. My browser is uh Firefox? Firefox, Mozilla. Um, because I'm, I'm so used to Firefox's tools. And, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know how Bra- uh, Bing, uh, Brave is going to do, but I understand the Brave browser is an excellent browser. They don't track you. And they have their own search engine. So I, I will gotta, definitely be checking them out. I got, I got to check them out. But DuckDuckGo is gone. I refuse to use them anymore just for the simple fact that their CEO announced that they are going to censor. It's like, okay, you're just like Google. Yeah. You're just like Google, Yahoo, everyone else. Some of them went to Yahoo. Some of them went to Bing. I know Bing does a pretty good job, but they're better than Google. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So at any rate, another one bites the dust. Another company that has sold out for whatever. That's sad. It is sad. It is sad that they could have done very well, but they didn't. All right. We have. I just saw something you have under the amount of stupid in the world. Yeah, I got two. I was going to bring this this week if I had managed to get my notes in on time. Uh, The article where nuclear war is bad for climate change. Yep. I don't have the article. This is awesome and just. Sad and hilarious all at once. I don't have the actual article. I don't think. Do I have the is the link to an article? No, it's only. You can just click on it and it'll take you to the article. No, it's not. No, it's not taking me to the article. It's just taking me to the image. Anyway, I just went for the headline because I couldn't seem to get the article up. 
But there has been. I read the actual article, and they really are saying that it's more important to pay attention to the effect it has on the climate change than it is to pay attention to the amount of people it'll kill because they somehow managed to get it in there and make it seem like a really good thing that while it will kill a lot of people, it, that's okay because. Killing a lot of people will also help climate change. However, the climate effect that a nuclear war will have is absolutely catastrophic, not the people dying. Yes, I know. It was actually very impressively done. Mm -hmm. Oh, for some reason, my audio is not coming through. Hmm? Have we listened to the audio on this? I just got a text from someone that says, oh, wow, we got four people watching. Someone says my audio is not coming through. Let's go listen to this for a second and see. ...that a nuclear war will have is absolutely catastrophic, not the people dying. It was actually very impressively done. You know what? My audio is not going through. That means most, of the, sh that means most of the show, my audio has not been going through. Oh, that's that weird. sucks. That sucks. I, I knew I knew it was too good to be true at the beginning of the show. I knew it was too good to be true. That means I've done we've done the entire show with just you. Where they've only heard me, and unfortunately, just hearing me is not enough because you talk a lot too. I do. I talk about most of it, and I just fixed it. So let's check. Let's take a listen here. In here. That sucks. Come on. I don't still don't hear myself yet. Entire show with just you. There, there it is. Now I'm talking. Now I'm coming through. Wow. That yeah, it took what, an hour and a half? Hour and 45 minutes, man. The show's almost over. I guess those of you that have been listening, I can't just upload the audio to replace the audio for the Odyssey, and I hadn't recorded the video, so you'll have to download the podcast itself after the podcast is uploaded, because I do have a backup recording device that has been recording everything. <laughs> Thank God for people who listen that have my phone and can text me. Indeed. Because uh, nobody said anything in the uh, chats or anything else, but I guess they assumed that it was just you chatting. Although, if they assumed it was just me chatting, then... That's some awful big breaks in your chatting. Exactly. Oh, well. And why would I be saying sorry to empty air? That makes no sense. Oh, you never know. You, you could be one of those... True could be one of those apologizers that apologizes for everything all right well, so i could totally pass for one of those people who seems like they're on a, a headset but they're actually not wearing any headset Let, let's finish up let's do, do this i like this the nuclear war would kill tens of millions of people would also prove disastrous for climate change right so and so, yep. so. And it's like yeah you think um since you read the article did they happen to mention that the disaster for climate change would be nuclear winter would be what nuclear winter or did they try to push it towards uh uh global warming 
I'm just curious. It was more towards global warming, and it was towards the amount of nuclear waste that would be deposited within the atmosphere, thus killing all the plants and everything, and bringing the global warming more forward. Hmm. Yeah, I, I could absolutely see how that a nuclear explosion that puts up a massive cloud that blocks out the sun and causes all that absolutely going to warm the planet up. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Fuck. <laughs> I I wish I had the article. The ar- I wish I had the article then now. That's just sad. Okay, <clears throat> so growing up when I did, mm-hmm. I heard a lot about nuclear power, nuclear power plant meltdowns and everything like that. So the absolute first thing that pops into my head every time I hear about nuclear power or <laughs> nuclear war is the heat. Yeah. And I I am pretty sure that, that has to do with the early age training I had mm-hmm. because it took me many years to overcome that and start thinking about nuclear power as a good thing because it really could be a good thing. But the first thing that comes to my mind is the absolute heat and the melting of the atmosphere and everything around us. Oh, yeah. So what I'm thinking is with a tweet like that, a headline like that, Mm -hmm. most people, at least my age and younger, when they see something about nuclear war and the climate involved Mm. in the same headline they're going to think about how the nuclear war is going to cause everything to superheat Mm. all the trees to die all the plants and life to die wherever the nuclear bomb has gone off and they're going to think about how everything is going to turn to dust and sand because that's what my brain automatically does even though i'm able to correct it now well, I guess they just educated me better when they were uh, causing me to do, to do the duck under the desk and uh, tuck your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye uh, training drills when I was a kid because we were so fearful of nuclear war. Yes, they did uh, educate you better because yeah. my generation was the very beginning, in my opinion. We were the very beginning of the true uh, training for the new world order. Yep. Because a lot of people my age, at least half of us, still have the ability to think for ourselves. It's only like a half of us that can't think for ourselves. But then you look at one generation younger, and yeah. only maybe a fifth of them are able to really think for themselves, and so on and so forth, until we get to Gen Z. Yeah. Now, for your generation, you think about all the things, like nuclear winter and all that jazz. For my generation, the first thing that will pop into all of our heads is the absolute heat and degradation and uh, turning everything into mm-hmm. sand dunes. Yeah, well, the problem is the heat happens first, but because it sends up a cloud that blocks out the sun, it gets cold really fucking fast. <laughs> Which they didn't actually teach us. They didn't teach us at all about that when I was in school. Instead, I learned that on my own through my sheer curiosity. Yep. All right. Well, let's go grab one more. And this is a video I didn't watch, but I need to. And it's a comedian recreates... Gas prices continuing to rise. I hear it's funny. Gas prices are going up again, and you know what that means. A hastily made story about it on your local 5 o'clock news. We'll start with a still shot of the gas station sign, obviously. Then someone opened up the gas. 
tank put the thing in. Next, we're going to do a shot of the price ticker as they fill up with gas. After that, we'll probably just interview someone at the gas station and ask them very leading questions to get them to make the situation sound way more extreme than it actually is like this. I can't afford to go to the grocery store anymore. I can't afford food anymore. Usually after work on a Friday, I'd go down to Chili's and get a cold beer, maybe a two for 20. But now with gas prices being the way they are, I can't even afford that. After that, we'll show some more shots of the person we just interviewed getting gas and maybe showing them looking frustrated like this or maybe like this. Not yet convinced that the world is ending tomorrow? How about another doomsday soundbite? I mean, at this point, I'm honestly thinking about maybe, you know, taking out a second mortgage on my house or selling one of my kidneys <laughs> or something. Because... Then we'll conclude by telling you to tune back in at 10 p.m. to literally watch the exact same story again. <laughs> he nailed it. That's awesome. He he nailed how they create the news. Absolutely. I love it. That was funny. That was actually good. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Let's see here. We've got a few other strange stuff. We're running up in the hour. How many freaking uh, TikToks did you kick me? I don't know. I didn't get a chance to review them this time. They are surprise TikToks from the kid. You sent me three. All yeah, right, that's all she sent this week. Uh, really? She's slacking. Mm -hmm. Tell the kid she's slacking on her job to get us the TikToks. I know. She's doing her homework instead. What a terrible child. Yes. She shouldn't be doing <laughs> homework. She should be looking at TikToks to supply us with content for the show. What's wrong with my <laughs> grandchildren? Damn grandchildren. <laughs> Oh, we've got a couple of news pieces here that really need to be uh, talked about. <clears throat> All right. Okay, we know how lovely Seattle has become in the last couple of years. I mean, it's a place everyone wants to go to visit. It rates right up there with Portland. In Seattle, the Amazon downtown has come to their senses, and they realize they need to relocate their workers due to the out-of-control violence in downtown Seattle. Amazon has announced that it will has decided to relocate its office staff in downtown Seattle due to the sustained uptick in violent crime, with other businesses in the area opting to stick with remote work for the same reason. Hmm. Seattle used to be a gorgeous city. Amazing. I spent a lot of time there in my late teen years. A lot of time. It was an amazing city. But now it is one of the most scariest cities to go to. The only thing worse than Seattle is freaking Portland. L.A.? Uh, L.A. might be worse, too. Yeah, they might be. Well, L.A. was bad when I was a teenager, though. It was a place you never went when I was a teenager. You know, it was it, L.A. has been horrible for a long time, like New York and Chicago. They've been shit shows for three decades, four decades now. Mm -hmm. But Seattle and Portland... <laughs> were magnificent jewels of the Pacific Northwest up until about 15 years ago. And then their libtard governments fucking went nuttoid and started passing regulations. Oh, don't charge people for crimes. Don't enforce the laws we have. Don't put them in jail. Don't arrest them. They're sorry people. They're in sad shape. Yes, yes, they are. It's unfortunate. But you can't leave them on the streets because they destroy everything eventually. Because they don't care. They only have one thing, one goal in mind. Their next fucking high. But I thought I'd bring that to the news. <clears throat> there are two kinds of homeless people. Bums and homeless. Mm -hmm. Or otherwise known as travelers. 
the bums don't give a shit. They don't care what they do. They don't care what mess they leave. They don't care whose lives they ruin. The homeless, nine times out of ten, they're people who have wound up without a home due to circumstances beyond their control, or they are in between and they don't want to stay there and they find their way out. Yeah. And unfortunately, the streets are currently overrun with bums. Yes, they are. They are massively overrun with them. And beyond a way that, that someone once explained to me uh, the difference between bums and homeless is a bum will have uh, dirt stains all over their ass, whereas a homeless man won't ha- will have dirt stains and uh, stuff all over the front of their outfit. Because the reason why it's on the front of their outfit is because they're willing to work for a living, but they just don't have have the opportunity to. The ones who have it all over their ass are people who are willing to sit on their ass for a living. Oh, that's good. That's an interesting way to put it. All right, one other piece. This is partially confirmed because it's a Reuters Reuters article. Reuters is the uh, main news feed for the world. France. Is it Reuters or is it Routers? Routers, Reuters, I don't know. Take your pick. Mm -hmm. France has started measures to suspend sales of vitamin D supplement marketed as Uvesterol D after the death of a baby who had been given a dose of it. So in France, it's going to be illegal to sell vitamin D. It's not like anyone needs vitamin D. Anyway, My brain before. just stopped a little bit and melted a wee bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. And get this. One baby died, so they're suspending this. Hundreds and thousands have died from the vaccine but yet they're still pushing it. Make that one work. I don't think I'm going to have any brain left if you keep bringing these things, man. <laughs> this I'm is going to what... melt out of my ears and sit up in a puddle at my feet. This is what the leftards are fucking doing, though. It's like, oh my God, stop selling vitamin D because a baby died. What are you talking about? Oh, it's only been a few thousand people died because of the vaccine. Don't worry about it. Take it anyway. It's like, it's like, make up your fucking mind. Are you going to protect people or are you not going to protect? But the thing is, is by not having vitamin D, because they've locked people in their homes, convinced them to stay in their homes, it's not like they need vitamin D or anything. And the only way humans can get vitamin D, unless it's supplemented, is to go outside and stand under that great big orange globe in the sky. Because there is no glitch, other way. Glitch, glitch, glitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much what the fuck just happened here. Um, where the fuck is that? <laughs> glitch, glitch, glitch. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly. What, that's pretty much what just fucking happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like some of this shit makes absolutely no fucking sense. You know, little known fact about milk. Mm-hmm. When they first started homogenizing it, what they did for the richer people, like the upper class. <clears throat> is they would remove the calcium and vitamin D from it because they thought that those things were unhealthy. Mm -hmm. So people who are upper class, 
who were more rich tended to have weaker bones and sicker in health because mm -hmm. they weren't getting the nutrients from the milk that they needed. Whereas the lower class children were drinking milk straight from the cow. Mm -hmm. So they were actually much healthier with much stronger bones. Yes. Now they realized this mistake after about 50 or so years mm -hmm. and they started putting the calcium and the vitamin D back. Yeah. Now an interesting thing that I've been thinking about is the fact that they are putting these various uh, vitamins and everything into our milk these days but they put it into our milk but then they are trying so hard to remove it from people's ability to grab it just off the shelves of the homeopathic section like that that you just had up they're, mm -hmm. they're banning the ability to buy vitamin D well are they also going to remove it from the milk well, like maybe. Maybe. It's a very interesting conundrum that I've thought about a few times in regards to this whole vax thing because yeah. they're saying it doesn't hurt, but then I'm finding it does. It, it's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Similar pattern, anyway. All right. Well, we're getting into showtime, and we've pretty much run out of stuff for this show. Okay. Let's go. Let's go check out our TikToks, and it looks like our surprising TikToks for the week. And one of them's a YouTube. <laughs> All right. That a, happens. A dyslexic wizard. Yep. Okay. Even more bad traits to give your D&D &D classes. A rogue who is blind. Hey! <laughs> a wizard who's dyslexic. I cast Furball! Yeet! <laughs> a barbarian who's a Karen. I am angry for no reason! A warlock who's Christian. God? <laughs> Sorry. Say it. <laughs> And a bard who uses sign language, but with his hips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That wasn't so bad. No, that wasn't so bad. Let's see what... I'm about. a little worried. I haven't screened them this week. That's okay. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Bad traits to give to D&D &D classes. Part one. Okay. Let's see what we get. I guess the last one was part two. Yeah, it must have been. I don't know. I must have went part two and part one. I'm just going in the order you <laughs> delivered them to me. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> Bad traits to give your D&D &D classes. A barbarian who faints when he sees blood. A necromancer who can only bring back his ex-girlfriend. Oh, now you call me back. Oh, why don't you go fix your face before the ugliness kills me again? A ranger. <laughs> Who is blind? A druid <laughs> who has allergies. Oh my gosh! That magic grass! Can't even transform because I'm allergic to fur! And a bard who uses his charisma to do TikTok dances. <laughs> God. Alright. And our final one for the evening. Oh, dear God. Do I really want to see this one? What is it called? Elmo got his own late night show. Oh, dear. <laughs> like I said, I didn't screen him this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, this is the lovely stuff my granddaughter's delivered. <laughs> oh, we got a commercial. All right, let's suck it up and deal with the commercial. <sighs> this is big event. Notice the color. Sounds like just bad English. Did you notice the color? Favorite part. Right on. Elmo got his own late night show, and that's my favorite part. They're assuming Elmo's wearing pants. 
No, Elmo's wearing pants. So you're saying a host for a show yes. studies about their guests? Yes. We have to, yes, we have to do all the things about them. Um, <laughs> good to know. As Jonas Brothers are musicians who are also brothers. Now, who's it that you're spoiling the illusion? Oh, hello? Hello? This is Elmo? Elmo loves you? Put your teeth Bye-bye. There was some magic and the Jonas Brothers. Elmo brushed his teeth and then the Jonas Brothers came back. I wake up super early in the morning. What, like, uh, 7.30? No. Oh, 7? No. When? Four in the morning. Not too late show sounds awfully close to the late show. But not too close. I'm gonna check with some experts to make sure. You mean your lawyers? No. The letters T and A. I think my brain melted. Yeah, well, that one was bizarre. All right, well. Thank you, granddaughter, and uh, yes, 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 and she was on YouTube. She wasn't on on TikTok. Yeah, she does that every once in a while. She throws us a YouTuber. Mm. All three of them were YouTubes. She must be watching YouTube <laughs> Shorts because those are that's from YouTube, and their YouTube is prom promoting its Shorts to try and compete with, compete with uh, TikTok. Yep, she's been doing a lot of YouTube and TikTok, and whenever she doesn't have to do schoolwork lately. <clears throat> All right. That's it. All right. We're going to close the show out. But um, let's... Uh, do I have something else here? Since we've got a couple of minutes here. I want to make sure I haven't missed out on anything that needs to get cleaned out so we can actually start with a fairly clean show notes next time. I've got something here called Not All Heroes Wear Capes. What the hell is this? I don't know. Oh! I think we covered this. A Russian father who was suspected of stabbing pedophile friend to death after discovering he had raped his daughter will not be charged. I don't think murder. we did cover it, but I do agree with the sentiment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think I've watched it on several of my alt texts, alt, alt sites where uh, pedophile and the father found out it was his friend. So he decided to uh, force his friend to dig his own Cole and shot him and buried him in it. Very appropriate, I, th I thought. Very fucking. Yeah, and I think, I think within the next ten years we're gonna find that there will be a legal version of pedophilia. That is what they're pushing for. They've been. Pushing that is what they're pushing for, and I think over the next ten years, if we don't change our direction, we're gonna find that you are allowed under certain certain circumstances mm -hmm. to have sexual relations with the child they're they're trying to do that they've been they've been pushing that and they've been testing it and you know as it is said the first thing that led to that was the legalization of gay marriage you know when i was younger i never saw the connection but yep. now that i'm older i do see the connection well, yeah, the connection's there and the connection isn't between gay and pedophilia. The connection is through <clears throat> turning or changing our standards in yes. general. Once you change the standards in one thing, the ability to change the standards and everything else becomes so much easier. I it, finally understand that. It's called moving the Overton window. Yeah. 
it's and what they've been doing is they've been slowly moving the Overton window in that direction to where it's be more and more acceptable. And what happens is they do a massive push and massively push the Overton window over, and then it gets pushed back, but it doesn't get pushed all the way back to where it started. Yeah. And then they push it again with a mass push. And then they, what they do is they let it rest, and they do little minor increment pushes. And then they do a big, huge push again, and it gets pushed, and it gets pushed back. And, but each time they push it, it gets a little and, fur, little and little further over, which you can see over the last... 50 years when you zoom out the graph zoom out the graph and see what has happened over the last 50 years and there's so much more on it not to mention remove your emotion just look at it logically well you have to remove your emotion and look at it logically because once the emotion gets into it it changes things because you have to because you know in in some aspects oh yeah gay marriage is not a bad thing let them get married and fucking divorce just like all the rest of the idiots out there on the planet they can enjoy the joys of divorce just like everyone else. But the thing is, what that did is that pushed standards. And then the standards are being pushed again right now with the, with the uh, pushing of uh, sex changes on kids. And why did I get a tweet here? What's this? I sent you a link because I had a <clears throat> thought. This is actually a pretty awesome little thing. And... I think that it would be a great thing to end off with. Okay. It is uh, it's an interesting little thing that I came across. That It's a 1999 video game by Microsoft about Omicron and the demons turning us into slaves. Okay. You can't make this stuff up, you guys. Go look up The Nomad Soul. It's a video also, game from 1999. Really the video game was also known as Omicron. Guess who invented this game? Microsoft, owned by Bill Gates. And the video game was about soul-snatching demons. It is interesting, you know what this game is about? It is about a totality, uh, some kind of government setup called Omicron, where devils were disguising to be the authorities in power and controlling these people like slaves. So one of these beings or characters in the game start to speak out. In this game, one of the characters spoke out to the people in Omicron and told them the following words, which is very scary. I'm like very shocked, okay? The souls here are gray and withered. You can't get much power from them. The juiciest souls are in your dimension. As long as your soul is a prisoner in Omicron, you run the risk of being caught by a demon and thrown into the reservoir. The survival of your soul is at stake. Reshev and his corrupt government are lulling you to sleep in order to control you better. They have transformed you into puppets that are manipulated by X and... Did you catch that one bit there? Oh yeah, I listened to this a couple times because I found this so interesting. You know who that is? You know who that is playing Omicron, right? Not a clue. I, I recognize the voice, but I don't know who it is. It's from your favorite movie. Okay, I have a few of those. Okay, this is the one you watched way too many times when you were a kid. Oh, um... No, it, it, it's, it's, the guy, it's the guy that you couldn't look at anymore because of all your friends. Yeah... I can't remember the name of him for the life of me. Uh, David Bowie, there we go. David Bowie. 
David Bowie. Yes, it's it's a guy that, that you can look. Actually, David Bowie's voice. Yes, that David Bowie did the uh, voiceover for that character, and that's David Bowie's. Oh, that face. is so cool. If you if you look at it, that's David Bowie's face too. <clears throat> you I can guess. See, you, if you look close, you look at it hard. You can see all of David Bowie's features in that. I can see it in the eyes. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. But yeah, I just thought this was a really cool thing to bring yeah. to the fore. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it is cool. I've seen this one. And it is. And it is interesting. And they go on about, and it's almost a full description of what's going on now. It really is. Which is the most interesting and entertaining thing about all of this. And when you talk about these things that... And I uh, lost you again. You lost me again? There Rest you are. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this is a very interesting thing that has been going on about on everything because of the thing about supposedly about the ultra elites the cabals they have to they have to tell everyone what they're going to do ahead of time before they do it it's part of their rules supposedly and by telling you this is going to come if it happens well it's your own fault you knew it was going to happen and you Interesting. Didn't, and you didn't stop it so. That is very interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough it. We'll call that a wrap because I have to beat your brothers in the submission because they're over there fighting in the back corner. <laughs> and uh, let's have a little music and carry us on out of here. We'll call it End with David Bowie because, well, nobody knows the reasons but me and you. And there you go. Carry us on out. <laughs> These are the days of thunder. We're gonna make time stand still. <clears throat>
folks that's all we got for you now take care bye-bye take care adios mofo